Welcome to the Productivity Podcast. Sue and I are going to spend 10 minutes or so just talking through what we've learned in 2023. Turbulent year for many, uh, lots of expected events, lots of unexpected events. So you're going to kick us off, Sue, with number one in terms of what we've learned in 2023. I think there's been an ongoing growth of self-checkouts, with a notable exception of booths that kind of made a lot of press about taking them out but still left them in their biggest two but shops the just to two get the get the get below the headline because i got sucked in by the headline and then read the article and said yeah but in your biggest two shops you're actually leaving them in and i think that really tells the story of where it's at so we've seen sort of the big grocers putting more and more of them in um and it them increasingly being used in smaller stores and i think there's been different models really of how they're used and customers are getting more used to them so i think we've been seeing kind of some tweaking and some fine tuning as people have realised the best way to operate them from a colleague point of view and also that it works best for customers as well and obviously we've had the self-scan bit as well come in so I think it's been interesting that it's carried on developing even though it feels like it's technology that's been around a long time now. Yeah I agree. Number two and these have been no particular hierarchical order just the way that they've been documented there's been an increase in the number of people looking at and then going on to install electronic shelf edge labels so i think there's as ever with technologies around longer prices change there's probably a wider understanding of the the cost benefit case although for a lot of retailers the price of the the actual label technology is still prohibitively expensive so i think it's something we'll see kind of continuing to grow but um, I think nobody's, I don't think anybody's quite got the right way to do it that kind of gives you everything. So the best price projection you could have from it, you know, fully optimising all the technology, using the the picking opportunities, you know, the light up that the shelves can do. So I think there's quite a lot. and It feels like we're still very much in the early learning stages, but I think it was it's going to carry on growing and become a, a hot topic. Yeah, I agree. Cost. Capital cost is clearly king and it's a big expenditure, but the the benefits are are certainly there to be had. The technology, as you said, is coming cheaper and then the applications becoming wider. So for those that have done it, it's been great to see. For those that are thinking about doing it, it'll be be interesting to see how that progresses this year. And the thing is, anybody that tries it, once store managers have got it, they'll kind of, it's the last thing they'd want to give up as well. So store teams absolutely love it when they get it and it does save a lot of work. It's the flip side of that is how much it costs to save that work, isn't it? Absolutely. Number three I've got on my list is AI automation. So clearly, you know, 2023 was the rise of chat, GPT, BARD, all the other um, online portals that you can get to do whatever you want pretty much for you. We've seen that being kind of integrated into cars that are starting to be produced and, and other things. Not sure we've seen a really good thorough implementation of anything in retail or or hospitality i know it i know it's there i've seen lots of examples you know ai order taking at drive-throughs but not really implemented in in scale so i think 2023 was the year of the idea hopefully 2024 is the year of the the practical implementation and seeing some of that come through as as people drive to to combat cost challenges, I think it's one of the obvious areas to explore. Yeah, and where there's been use of sort of AI, it hasn't been the 
the generative AI, it's been more around how do you get useful insights and things out of big data sets. So I'm thinking, you know, the likes of Tesco and Sainsbury's and Boots that have got loyalty schemes that have been running multiple years with millions of customers, you know, they've been very good at getting commercial benefit from that that data. And obviously how we use AI is is part of that. You know, it's it's big data, big programs running in the background, digging through it all. Uh, but I don't think we've seen the the use of the generative, certainly commercially yet. No. Uh, number five, I'd say, and again, these are in no particular order, shrink. So clearly last year, economic challenges across the world led to increased shrink, which has probably been um, combated by the fact that people are managing costs, so there's there's less people uh, and prices are going up, so things cost more. So a bit of a perfect storm. We've seen lots of pictures on LinkedIn and around social of things being locked up behind Perspex screens, cameras yeah. being put in place. Exit gates have, uh, have become commonplace now, even receipt checking in, in some places. Although it kind of didn't dawn on me yesterday, but it, every time I go shopping now, there's a security guard at the door and I walk out, yet I've pressed a button on the till saying I don't want a receipt. So I don't yeah. really know how those two interact if the alarm goes off because we have to then go back and look at some journal or EPOS record to see what I did or didn't didn't buy. So that, that feels a bit disconnected. Um, but yeah, be interesting. Don't know any facts or figures whether that's um, reduced shrink, but but kind of prohibited sales. Whether it, you know it, it's made a difference because certainly the again the pain of trying to buy something that's locked up when organisations have less people on the floor becomes more apparent in this kind of climate. Yeah, very interesting as well. The rise of kind of more body cams being rolled out for for safety reasons as well. So again, that goes with the fact where you've got fewer people. I mean, particularly convenience retail, where you're open trading late hours and, you know, not many people across a large space, you know, anything that helps protect people in those circumstances is a is a bonus, isn't it? Absolutely. Uh, next on the list is price. So touched on it briefly with shrink, but clearly price is rising. And price from a consumer point of view, uh, but also from an operating point of view. So not necessarily in 2023, but clearly it's going to impact this year in 2024. Uh, National living wage, I think a a bit of a shock for lots of people that we did a pound and two and then pulled in anybody that was uh, between 21 and 23. So lowered the threshold. For those that pay above it, great. It kind of narrows the gap. So if if you're going to maintain that differential, it's going to still cost you. For those that are on it, I think it, it really knocked some people's short-term plans and created a hole in their their budgets for this year, which, again, will be interesting to see how that plays out when everybody was striving for efficiencies and, and cost anyway, um, but also may impact years two and three as we have a potential change of government, which may mean we go a bit quicker towards £15. Pounds. Um, and if you've had to pull stuff forward into 2024, how does that leave your 2025 and 2026 plans? So, um Operating costs clearly a challenge, but again, on the consumer side, we've seen other other prices um, significantly increase, and and with no probably other than notably petrol sign of it coming back down. Yeah, and I think pricing workload in stores. I'd be interested to see if there's been a higher number of price changes going through. 
because my perception is that retailers are having to be clever about which prices they put up and which prices they don't down, don't put down. And you almost see as many headlines about prices being held down or reduced down to match somebody else as you do as regarding inflation, you know, for, for food in particular. So I just wonder how much more price changes store teams are having to, to comp, complete just to keep that, you know, the margin protected and keeping up with what everybody else is doing. There just seems a lot more fluidity around price. Which clearly, if you have electronic shelfage labels, is not a, yeah. not a problem at all because it's the push of a couple of buttons and, and templates. I think the the final two stock. So we saw huge, huge swathes of stock holding allocations in kind of pandemic and and post this twenty twenty three. We've seen that decline somewhat, and then as we head into twenty twenty four, we've got people sailing the long way round Africa and and things. So I would expect that pushes price and even potentially more more stock it um, and, the, and the one we'll finish on before we share kind of the plans for the podcast for this this year 2024 is uh, structure so we've talked about it quite a lot on the podcast this year in terms of uh, well last year even in terms of role studies how we use them the insights it gains benchmarking and maybe driven by cost pressure maybe driven by different ways of operating you know, more self-checkouts, electronic shelf edge labels, some of the stuff we talked about. There is that perpetual review of staffing leadership structures. Um, we've probably seen the demise of supervisory stroke team leader level to some degree, maybe even deputies assistants. It'll be interesting again as we go through this year what the, the next incarnation of those types of um, hierarchies look like. And I think it's interesting. I don't think it's purely a commercial thing that people look into costs I think that can be part of it in some instances but the reality is it can be really difficult to get enough good people so when you're looking at your leadership roles you have to make sure that you're deploying them in the right way that supports delivery of whatever it is that your business wants to deliver and you kind of can't afford to have too many because you just can't get enough good people to fulfill those roles and stay in them so you know there's lots of drivers for for that being the way it is. Yeah, and it, it's really encouraging that people are starting to make those decisions using fact-based data rather than kind of uh, emotional data because sometimes the facts support what you think. Sometimes there's a, a completely different narrative yeah. narrative in there as we've talked through in previous pods. Yeah. So plans for podcast 2024. We've got some exciting miniseries planned. We've got some amazing guest planned in. Uh, on a monthly basis, Sue and I will start to take you through chapters of the book, Every Second Counts. I'm sure you've seen it all over the LinkedIn uh, pages that we publish and it's on the website. So we'll, we'll kind of work through those 10 chapters in the coming months. Hopefully that helps you with some business challenges you've got, some ways of thinking, stimulate some thoughts or really ahead of the productivity forum in september 2024 in birmingham uh lots and lots of people registered places are really filling up so again if you've not registered and you want to come along get onto the website uh, get your place secured because uh, the lineup's looking good not announcing any speakers as yet but the lineup's looking good for 2024 it seems funny to be talking about september when we're in the middle of a bit of a cold spell it seems hard to think ahead to the summer doesn't it and beyond yeah we'll get there anyway thanks for listening and we'll see you on the next episode bye